Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the Daily Delights podcast. This is your host, as always, Chef Kristen. Now, today's podcast episode is entitled Supporting Local Growth. So, you know, today's episode, let's just get straight to the point. Now, uh, we're actually going to discuss in this podcast how you can support your small local businesses. More specifically, more uh, your local businesses dealing with food service as well as the hospitality industry. You know, oftentimes while using social media, at least I definitely say it a lot, uh, we see the tagline, support small businesses uh, Saturdays or support small business Sundays. But why should it only be relegated to supporting on the weekends? You know, when you support small business, you actually help to sustain a whole family. You help to sustain your community um, to grow locally with local growth. I'm sorry. As well as you actually help to keep the dream alive um, for someone who's a lot of times people that have started small businesses. These have been dreams or passions of theirs for forever. And so when you support those local businesses and those small local businesses, you help to actually keep that dream alive. And then a lot of times people such as myself who have children and own small businesses, you actually help to, you know, plant that seed for their child, for them to be able to, you know, start on their journey on whatever it is their dreams may be. Whether it be helping to support their education, helping to support them, whether it be a formal education or even even helping with the education of, you know, just trying different things and learning different things. You know, as kids, obviously, you know, growing into adulthood, we went through a whole journey where we had to learn about what our likes and dislikes were, you know. Oftentimes, especially when you were in elementary school, people would always say, you know, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And a lot of times that takes a lot of growth and education from not only the more formal training or institutions, um, learning institutions, but also your parents and your family helping to, you know, kind of help cultivate whatever those interests might be. And so when you support small local businesses, you help to do that with the uh, business owners' children, or even if they don't have children, a lot of people actually keep and continue to keep that money and that revenue in the community by mentoring other youth. So, you know, as cliche as it sounds, children really are the future. And when you support small local businesses, you help to support your future. So, you know, you may ask, how do you support small local businesses? Well, I'm glad that you asked. You know, you might even want to know what kind of uh, businesses need may need support. Or how do you find the opportunity to support? Well, in this podcast, I'll actually be explaining a lot of those things to you. So, you know, let's actually start with what kind of businesses need support and how they may need support or how they can use your support. So, again, everything is, you know, kind of keeping it local. Any of your small local restaurants, small local bars, small local lounges, whether it be, um, I literally had a friend of mine just open a cigar bar, cigar bar, a bar that serves, you know, alcohol, restaurant, a lounge, even clubs, whatever the small business is, and, you know, they need your support, so just going helps to support. Also, 
Another uh, local business is your local farmer's market. So, you know, instead of always going to the grocery store, make a day out of going to your local farmer's market. You'd be surprised what you can find at the farmer's market, you know, and then go and buy their products. Try it out. You know, you never know whether it be their price points are better. Sometimes it's just a better quality product because nine times out of ten it's either going to be better price points or they're going to be right on target with whatever it is grocery store that you normally shop at. But not only do they have, you know, produce at farmer's markets, they have honeys, they have jellies. Um, There's a lot of different things to find at farmer's markets. Um, Literally, I've been to farmer's markets where they sell um, yarn and that type of thing because they have livestock on their farm and they've taken the wool or what have you and made certain yarns and it's organic or whatever the case wineries distilleries and breweries they are definitely all the rage right now they're very trendy you know and aside from the drinks or products that they sell they oftentimes actually also offer tours and even sometimes some of them actually have restaurants on the premises as well also a lot of them actually hold events there so even weddings or you know whatever special events that you have um celebrating engagements whatever the case may be check again check out your local winery distilleries or even breweries because they have a lot to offer chefs and caterers they provide all types of services and you should definitely take advantage you know take advantage from take advantage of everything from uh cooking classes to getting your meals prepared for you uh your grocery shopping being done for you host a party you know and you know use a caterer to provide the cuisine for the party all types of things you can do like again um if you're having a special event that you need to uh have food prepared for hire a local caterer for that Hotels. There are a lot of nice boutique and private-owned hotels that are out there. You know, they're actually exactly how they sound. Private uh, hotels and boutique hotels actually are just as good, if not sometimes, in my opinion, better than actual, I guess, commercialized or more renowned or uh, corporate type of hotels. And I say so because, uh, one, they offer the, pretty much some of the same services, if not more. And then, two, you get more of a hands-on experience, a more uh, customer-friendly experience. They're definitely more willing to aim to please. They are more, uh, a lot of times you can actually customize some of your services. Their decor um, is a whole lot better, It's you know. I literally, I stayed at a boutique hotel in, and it wasn't privately owned, but it was a boutique hotel in uh, downtown Baltimore, Baltimore City, and the experience was great from beginning to end. Literally, we were in and out of the hotel. They knew us by name. They greeted us as if it was our first time there. Every time we entered in, uh, anything that we needed, we got in more than timely fashion. Everything was expedited very quickly. The food was great. Uh, it was a lot of a la carte things, but even, I guess, the meal-wise, it was still pretty good. Uh, the bar had very, you know, more of those 
crafted cocktails. Uh, the actual room was more luxurious. It was beautiful. Um, it even had literally uh, the wood grain floors. It was, it was pretty nice. So, you know, again, that's something to think of, too. When, one, you just want to get do a little staycation. Two, when you're having events that you want to hold or even local meetings. If you hold a lot of business meetings, why not choose a local boutique or privately owned hotel to be able to host those meetings at? You know, use their boardroom. Hotels, I worked in hotels as well. And, you know, obviously in the restaurant side, I actually kind of did some work in the accounting offices as well but a lot of times in their sales office they're definitely the salespeople are very hungry and they're looking for um people or more exposure period so you know and a lot of times they'll work with you on different rates and a lot of times you can get a lot more included in the different packages and rates that you uh work out with the hotels than what most people think so you know give it a try why not uh, even resorts. There's a lot of boutiques, especially depending on what town or what city or state you live in. There are a lot of boutique or privately owned resorts out there that are more than accommodating as well, as well and would love to be able to have your support. Uh, also, let's move on to restaurant week. Restaurant week is actually one of my favorite times in the industry um, to participate in. It's really awesome. So, And it's also a great opportunity I think for all parties involved not only is it um, a great opportunity for the businesses but as a consumer as well so you know mom you know make it an outing grab some of your family members and your friends or you don't want to do big groups grab your significant other and make it a date night you know make this something fun it doesn't always have to be so you know life doesn't have to be so serious make it fun have a good time or even if you want to say hey like we got a whole day you're a foodie you want to try something different take different pick a few different restaurants and say hey we're gonna do one for breakfast one for lunch and one for dinner you know you never know the possibilities are endless but definitely don't hesitate google restaurant week for your city or your town or your area You'll be amazed at, you know, some of the great finds that you actually turn could possibly turn into some of your favorite restaurants. Now, finding opportunities to support some of these establishments, be it hotels or um, as a whole, the food service or hospitality industry, it's not as hard as, you know, one might think. Of course, you have... Uh, word of mouth, obviously, just like with anything else in life um, or any other industry even. But, you know, you can ask a foodie friend. You know, foodies are out there. They're everywhere. And in case you don't know, for whatever reason, a foodie is someone who is not necessarily a chef or someone that works in the culinary industry, but they love food, they love experiencing new foods, trying different places, different restaurants, um, learning and educating themselves on the different types of foods out there, different types of cuisines, the different culinary trends um, and techniques out there. That's pretty much what a foodie is. But, you know, if you have a friend that's a foodie or you know one of, you know, 
I guess the a popular foodie locally. Like I know here in Maryland, um, pretty popular one is the guy with the blue beard. Um, he's known all around Maryland and he's definitely well respected in the industry. Hop on his social media or, you know, if you're one of his followers or, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be social media, but you follow him on whatever it is that he has out there for his, not necessarily fans, but for the constituents or, you know, for people out there who are interested in knowing what's going on in their local industry, more specifically, obviously, since I'm talking about the guy with the blue beard in Maryland, you know, find your local foodie. And find out what they have to say about the industry and what's up and coming, what's popular. Go and support. Uh, If you know someone who works in the industry, ask them. The culinary and hospitality industries are, as a whole, very small. It's smaller than what a lot of people think they are. And its professionals are pretty well connected. Um, Literally, I have kept in touch with... Pretty much everyone I've ever worked with, whether it be we still have um, personal as well as professional relationships or we are connected through social media, whatever the case may be, we're always in the loop, always in the know. There's always some sort of industry night going on in the city. So, again, it's the same thing as a whole when it comes to the hospitality or culinary industry. No matter what city you live in, big or small, there's always a community of either foodies and the foodies obviously are well connected within the hospitality and food service industry as well and like I said whether it just be professionals from the industry don't hesitate to ask them they always know what's going on what's in town who just opened a new spot what place is the best place to go um they'll be very brutally honest sometimes with giving you pros and cons as to what's good about a place what's not so good about the place where the place could uh, or the establishment I should say have room to grow and um, things they still maybe again a lot of times in the restaurant industry places will do like a soft opening so maybe a foodie or someone that's a professional in the industry has already gone to the soft opening and they can say hey well it was great or it wasn't so great or you know We've given our advice or opinion on or suggestions on X, Y, Z. These are things they're working on. And then maybe by the time you go, it'll be a whole lot better. And they've taken those things, um, that insight, and done well with it. But, you know, if you find a small local business in your community that you like, don't keep it to yourself. I know a lot of times... A lot of people try to keep it to themselves because they're like, oh, this is my new spot or it's exclusive or I've kept it to my, you know, I'm in the know and you're not. No, don't be that selfish. Tell your family, tell your friends to share the great and fantastic news about this business that you have found that you like and allow for other people to experience that great business that you found and that you love and care so much for. And then also Hold these businesses accountable to make sure that they are doing the groundwork. Yes, we're supporting you. You're a part of our community. Yes, we love your service or your product that you provide. But also make sure that you give back, you know, hold them accountable and make sure that they give back to those same communities. Whether it be whatever, support, supporting the local co-op 
or a food drive or, you know, mentoring children or doing back to school drives or, you know, whatever the case may be. Make sure that they give back into the community as much as you all are putting into it. So, again, just stay local, support small business and then spread the word. Please remember to spread the word. That's very important. And, you know, in closing, I just want to say thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate it. As always, you all can feel free to listen to this podcast episode as well as any of our other podcast episodes. Um, Take a listen on anchor.fm slash, I'm sorry, hyphen. No, I'm saying that all wrong. It's anchor.fm. I'm sorry, guys. Slash chef hyphen Kristen. If you're listening on the web, you're not quite sure how to listen. You don't have a podcast platform. That is the way to do so. Again, that is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash C-H-E-F hyphen K-H-R-Y-S-T-Y-N. If you do have a platform that you like to listen to podcasts on, Feel free to listen, and um, the title is Daily Delights. Um, If you have um, a podcast platform, then definitely feel free to subscribe to the Daily Delights podcast. Also, feel free to share the podcast, any of the episodes, this episode, any of our um, archived episodes. Feel free to share with anyone that you may come in contact with that is interested in anything food related you can also follow us on instagram and that is at our daily delights that is at o-u-r-d-a-i-l-y-s-d-e-l-i-g-h-t-s that is at our daily delights and that is on instagram and then again just as a reminder feel free to tune in every tuesday at 5 30 p.m and that is eastern standard time to listen to the daily delights podcast Thank you so much. You all have a great week, and I look forward to speaking with you all next Tuesday. Hopefully, in the meantime, you all have found or will find a small local business that you all would like to support. Have a great week.